You're listening to Heart Food Podcast, episode 87. Welcome to Heart Food Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, nutritional therapy practitioner and private chef. This is a show that tells you the truth about food, nutrition, movement, mental health, mindfulness, and body image, all with a hefty dose of real talk. This show will inspire you, change your mindset, and help you feel more confident and comfortable in your own skin inside and out. To find the show notes for each episode and to sign up for my weekly newsletter, visit ashleypardo.com. Find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ashley K. Pardo. Find me on YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel at Ashley Pardo. If you have a question to be answered on this podcast, please email it to heartfoodpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Hi, friends. Thank you, as always, for tuning into the show today. Today is going to be a solo episode, and I sprinkle these in, as you know, when I'm feeling something on my heart that I want to share with you. And today I want to talk about changing your frequency. If you listen to this show, it is likely, or I'd <laughs> I'd say that it's probably 100% of you that are listening, it's probably why you tune in, um, that you want to change something. And that could be the way you eat, it could be your thought patterns, it could be just wanting something more. I know if you listen to this podcast, you're likely sensitive, ambitious, really smart, and likely accomplished, maybe introverted. But I know that sometimes we feel a rumbling inside of us that we want to change, or we might feel like we have outgrown something. And many of us do want to change in one of these aspects, and we want it really bad. And I know that because I was there for a long time in different aspects and I still find myself going through this sometimes and I speak to this about this every week with my clients with my nutrition and my business coaching clients they are all on such a brave path to change because the process that I take my clients through is not easy because I guarantee their growth. I guarantee value and it takes a long time, which is typically why I work with people for about six months. Um, but I guarantee that after they come out of that process, that they will be a changed person and they will feel equipped and ready to go out in the world and, and, and feel like they have the tools to just continue doing what it is that makes them feel good and reaching their health goals or their business goals, their money goals. And what happens with change is that it is hard. And we don't want to change like we do want to change, but something inside of us doesn't want to and resists it. So resistance pops up a lot when we are changing. So today I wanted to talk about what I really think is involved with change. Um, And again, I know this because when I speak to my clients, oftentimes it is a conversation of struggle. And a lot of doubt, like, do I have what it takes? And, and I don't know. And obviously, that is why you have you hire a coach to sort of get you through that and bring you through to the other side to be that guide for you on your specific path. Um, But there is like, it's hard, and it takes effort. And it is okay, because if you want lasting change, that effort and that, you know, fundamentally changing who you are is going to need to happen. And that is not easy. And again, we will resist it. Our brains, which 
we can't talk about change without talking about like actual brain chemistry and the way that the human brain is wired the fact that it will try to keep you safe anything new even if it is better for you in the long run it's going to tell you that you shouldn't do it and all those thoughts are going to pop up like who cares and you shouldn't do it you're always going to be the same I mean that asshole that's inside of us that's talking we all have it and that's why we need to get deeper and we need to get into a different frequency. Uh, and I mean just an energetic frequency. So for example, if you feel yourself when you are angry or pissed or like in that victim mode, think of how your body feels when you are like that, when like you feel like giving up and you're just like, oh, like I, I'm just the worst. I want you to feel energetically when that, what that feels like. And for many of us, we might have spent decades in that place. For others, um, you know, maybe we change through this process, but at other moments, I want you to think back to moments where you feel inspired and proud of yourself and accomplished and like you are expansive and abundant. And I want you to notice what that feels like. It feels so good to be in that place. Um, It's not always comfortable, but it always feels better afterwards, after you have to go through whatever you need to go through in order to get there, it's always worth it. So today I want to talk about four ways that you can change your frequency because in order to change, you do need to change your energetic frequency. And that happens through the things I'm going to be talking about today. So before I get into that, just want to send you a reminder right now when this episode comes out on June 25th, 2019, we are on the second day of Prep Like a Pro 2.0. Um, if you want to still join, I would still love to have you in the group, even though we are on day two or three right now when you are listening, but I would love to have you in our Facebook group. I would love to have you learning and, you know, just in there, we have over 300 people signed up, which I can't believe. So if you need cooking help, cooking advice, especially batch cooking advice, uh, which is how most of us survive. If we eat healthy, we do a little bit of batch cooking or like just a little bit of preparation in advance. That's really what the the course is going to focus on. So that's going on right now. And I also, before I get started, I also really want to be real with you all that I am going through a you know, there's a lot happening right now in my life and I am very overwhelmed. And, you know, I'm doing this launch that I haven't, you know, I haven't launched anything officially like I'm launching right now in about nine months, just because I've been focusing on just making connections with clients and my email list and sort of doing behind the scenes marketing and and of course still sharing my content. But like the marketing that I've been doing has been a little bit more intimate. So right now I'm doing a public uh, launch right now, which, you know, it's good, but it takes a lot of effort. I'm also moving in less than four weeks to Oregon, like I talked about on, um, you know, a couple episodes ago. And thank you all so much for your support, all the messages that you sent me for that move. But I'm feeling it. Like I had trouble sleeping last night. Like it's just a lot going on. And right now I'm just in the place where I'm just trying to take it day by day. Because if I think of the fact that we have to pack up our entire uh, townhome, we are actually downsizing, like I talked about, maybe getting like one third of our space taken away. So we're selling stuff and 
packing as as much as we can and really taking it as as an opportunity to just kind of condo our (laughs) Marie Kondo our lives. I've already given my parents like five or six boxes to keep at their house of books and like my grad school binders that I'm having trouble letting go of. Uh, We've sent some stuff to Goodwill. We've sold some stuff, but I I cannot think about the fact right now that I have to pack up, that my husband and I have to pack up this entire house. I I can't go there right now. Right now, that's not my focus. Uh, I'm really just going to wait until my you know, the cooking launch is is kind of through because I want to dedicate my attention to that. But this is just a reminder that like there are seasons in life when things are crazy and we all have things that are happening and things that we do and responsibilities. But it's a reminder that like even though really stressful stuff can be happening on the outside, what matters is that we take care of ourselves the to the best of our abilities so um, and also not have a plan of perfection and not throw everything away when it comes to uh, being on track with your self-care so for example today uh, or last night I did not sleep well at all again I was just kind of stressed out and thinking about everything that I had to do so I probably just slept five hours last night and I decided to sleep in instead of going to my workout And in the past, I would have either powered through the workout and just felt like garbage or I would have, you know, thrown away this entire day and just said, F it, I'm just going to eat whatever. And no, I'm just going to do the best that I can. Like I didn't work out today. No big deal. Maybe I'll go on a walk later. You know, obviously that I don't feel as good as I would if I had worked out, but like I just have to accept it. I just have to take care of myself in the ways that I know how I have to eat well. I have to move my body. I have to read, you know, good inspirational stuff. I have to connect with people and just really do the things that I know make me feel good to the best of our ability. So I think many of us throw out the baby with the bathwater when we have, you know, shit happening in our lives. And again, that's normal. It happens to most of us. Uh, But I think that we are more in control than we think that we can be. So we can really you know, do what we can to the best of our abilities and control what we can. And and that's it. So I just wanted to give you that reminder and just be real with you that like, I'm just in a season right now where I'm overwhelmed and there's a lot happening, but it's good and it's going to be worth it. And I'm documenting the process. So that's what's happening right now in my life. But let's get started with the episode so I can give you just a couple strategies to change your frequency, things that you can do every day or that can be ongoing. But these are the things that have really helped me and my clients as they move through. So when you change your frequency, you're needing to change like your beliefs, your subconscious and what you feel every day. And this isn't something that happens like in an hour or in a day or in even a week for it to really happen. It needs to be put into place, you know, for a long time consistently. But there are some things that you can do in order to change your frequency daily. Um, And, you know, these are the things, like when I say frequency too, it's also the stories that we tell ourselves. Like, what are you telling yourself? Take inventory of your beliefs. See what you are telling yourself every day, non-judgmentally. Like, just see what what that brain of yours is telling you. Um... Mine sold me a whole bunch of stuff this past week as I've been launching. Um, And like, I could have let that hold me back. 
I, I could have taken things personally, but I just got to move forward and I'm on a mission <laughs> and I am choosing where my attention goes. So that's a good frequency tip before we begin is like, choose, be selective and deliberate about what you want to, you know, pay attention to and truly know that you can select your thoughts. You can select the stories that you tell yourself, even if those stories are still happening, you can choose like not to believe it. Um, again, not as easy as, as I'm making it out to seem, but with practice, you can choose to let those shitty thoughts just like pass by the wind um, and let the good ones like really take hold and change that frequency to feel better. So for example, many of you are on my email list and if you're an online entrepreneur, uh, this is something that you deal with. You know, obviously we send emails through our newsletter list. I don't know why I said that so weird. Um, but every single email I send, people unsubscribe and I used to take it really personally, like what type of email do I need to write in order for nobody to unsubscribe ever? And I would try to like make it so that it was like, you know, appealing towards everybody. And that isn't good either because I have a very specific ideal um, client that I work with best. So I should only be looking for that person. And if people unsubscribe, it's like, they're just not my people. So I used to take it really personally and like, see how many people would unsubscribe per email. And now it's like people unsubscribe, people delete. I'm like, whatever, (laughs) just keep going, keep moving forward. And that is like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be that you're an entrepreneur sending emails. It's like, what are you paying attention to? And what are you allowing to drag you down? Because sometimes we can just allow things to bring us down because it's what we're used to. And I want you to know that you can change these things. So the first thing I want to say is exercise. That is the number one energy frequency changer, especially if your human design is a manifesting generator. If you don't know your human design, Google Jovian archive free human design. I will put the link in the show notes. You have to know the time you were born, um, where you were born, the date, obviously, and you put that in and it tells you your type. So my type is the manifesting generator and that one needs to expend energy. So if you are a person that has that energy sort of stuck in them, um, I am literally two different people when I exercise and when I don't exercise. And I can be in a bad mood. I can be just feeling really like ugh, low energy and just like kind of like how I feel right now, to be honest with you, um, because I have not worked out today. But once I work out, it's like, wow, I literally feel God. I feel like every single part of me is awakened and on fire and I'm just like ready and I feel strong. So I don't want you to discount the power of exercise. And I love strength training. I love training hard. Um, Again, that is my human design type. It is what works well for me. And I had to heal for a long time. Uh, I had hormonal problems where for two years I did not lift weights. So I am very careful about the way I feed myself and the way I train to make sure I'm not overtraining and still keeping my stress levels in check. So even if that is a yoga class, even if that is just a meditation, it is something intentional that you do every morning that shifts your frequency. Uh, Physically is a wonderful way to go because 
in our mind. Sometimes we make up stories and moving physically just really pushes that energy around, gets it flowing, gets it vibing higher. If you've worked out hard or worked out in a way that works for you, you know that difference. So I want to encourage you to to add in a movement practice into your days, preferably in the morning time, because that sets up a great tone for you. Um, And that is an easy thing that you can do. It might not be easy to show up, but it's like, okay, maybe I can just move for 20 minutes today or move for an hour or just show up to move. So that is just a surefire, tangible way that you can change your frequency. The next thing is to invest in yourself. And that is why I'm such a big believer in coaching. Um, It wasn't until I hired my first uh, business coach in 2018 that I truly saw massive, massive changes in what I believed in myself. It actually was in 2017 when I hired my web designer, Kelsey Pungate Road. She's been on the podcast episode 52. Um, It was really her that, that got the seed planted in my brain that I could have more than I wanted to, you know, three years ago when I spoke with her and told her that I wanted to change my, my private chef business to do something online. And and she built that foundation for me on my website. It was her who started planting those seeds in me. And yes, she was expensive and she's even more expensive now. Um, And my, the coaches that I've hired, like I've spent a lot of money on coaching, tens of thousands of dollars of investing in myself. And it has paid off uh, more than I can explain. And, you know, I just keep leveling up in the coaching that I receive. But if I'm not exposed to these things and if I don't have somebody keeping me accountable when the resistance pops up, I will continue to go back in that low frequency, smaller self. And um, that's just something to remember that sometimes we do have to invest in ourselves and actually pay money in order to change. Um, Because again, it's really easy not to. It's really easy to just go back into our normal frequencies. And towards the end of this episode, I'm going to be giving a little bit of a rundown of what I think those frequencies are uh, and some resources that that you can tap into to find more about that. But investing in myself, you know, the transformation is in the transaction. (laughs) I really hate saying that and I used to not believe it, but I have just seen so many amazing shifts from investing in myself, from having somebody who lives in the frequency that I want. So that person who has that unshakable confidence, like just is living the life that I want, the type of mindset that they have. I want to be in proximity with that person and I want them to be guiding me. And that's what I've done with the coaches that I have. And they've been totally worth it. And that's the exact journey that I take my clients on as well. The next thing I would say is to find new friends. Um, Many of us are in friendships and relationships that just don't work for us anymore. And I found myself in this place too, where I just was feeling like, I was not on the same level as, you know, some of the friendships that I've had for a really long time, not in a good or bad way, not like I'm better or they're better. You know, it's just different. I found, you know, the conversations when I was in those interactions, just being very like low vibe, you know, maybe gossiping about people, just talking only about people, criticisms and you know, um, very superficial stuff. I couldn't find a lot of like realness. 
And I slowly just started distancing myself. And once I started doing that and being very intentional, obviously those friendships changed, but new friendships came into my life uh, once I made space for them in my mind. So if you're still latching onto friendships that, that don't work for you and you know deep down that they don't, um, no one is going to come into your life because you don't have space for it. But as soon as I sort of like cut that cord and, you know, I didn't make it this huge, big thing, but I just made a pact to myself to be true and know that like maybe in the transition it would be hard and I still have some of my same friends um who I truly love and it it feels good to me to hang out with them but as soon as I sort of cut that off from the others brand new friendships came into my life in the past two years who are truly incredible women who are on my level the level that I want to be on and they fill my mind with goodness and we lift each other up instead of, you know, others behind their backs just putting each other down all the time. I cannot with that frequency. Uh, it just doesn't feel good to me. I'm feeling it right now and it doesn't feel good. And when I think of my expansive friendships, it's just so much more important. The next thing I want to say is that you can read new things. So, and not just read, but consume. So, are you listening to you know, crappy voices of people who are in low frequency? Are you constantly scrolling, which I need to tell myself this too, uh, maybe not consuming things that you know are best for you. Uh, I urge you to get new stuff into your brain and into your frequency and into your mind. Listen to voices, especially on audiobooks. Listen to voices of people who are going to lift you up. So, I love John C. Maxwell, listening to him. Uh, I love Richard Rohr, who is a spiritual teacher and amazing. Uh, Pema Chodron, you know, she's incredible. These are people, even Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. All of those abundant, positive, um, even Abraham Hicks, Hicks, even though I'm not like super 100% into Abraham Hicks, uh, just because I think that like, they force us sometimes to stay in frequencies that we feel fake in um, or, you know, I feel like they don't allow fully like the embracing of the negative emotions because then they say that that's a bad thing. And I do feel that we should feel them all, which is my next point. But um, get new good stuff into your head. Listen to good things. Consume really positive, uplifting stuff, things that are going to make you feel good. And um, focus on that and see how much it changes. Like I stopped reading gossip blogs, uh, gossip magazines. The extent of what I do now is Real Housewives. And even that feels a little weird for me sometimes. Um, but it's like my one, uh, you know, release, I guess at the end of the day when I want to be mindless. Um, so consuming, be careful what you consume, be careful what you're, you know, soaking into your brain and be selective and deliberate about it. The next thing is to write and be in communication with yourself. So many times we don't know who we are. We don't know what we're feeling. We don't want to tell people what we're feeling. But if you have a personal journal of just you and you, 
you can get those thoughts out, you can see what you're thinking, and you can see what your stories are. These these things sound so basic, but I promise that if you really put focus into them, that your life can really be changed by just showing up for five minutes or 10 minutes, 15 minutes a day, whatever you can manage, where you are in communication with yourself and something bigger. That's really big here too, because you all know that I talk a lot about spirituality and energetics and um you know, I, I've been learning a lot about the subconscious mind and neurolinguistic programming and all of that. Um, the way that we communicate and connect with something outside of ourselves, what, whether that is like something spiritual, whether that is what you perceive as God, the universe, I really think that that is necessary to changing your frequency because you know that there's something bigger out there looking out for you. And if you think in this way, then it it means that you won't suffer as much because then you can take every step back as like, okay, this is just a lesson. This isn't, you know, the world confirming my story to me that I'm the worst person ever in the history of mankind, (laughs) which is what my, um, my brain tells me sometimes. Um, but I, I need to believe in something greater. And that happens when I write. So I don't know what's going to happen when you write to yourself, but I urge you to do that so you can find that larger connection within yourself and when, within the world around you. The next thing I want to say is that it is okay to feel everything. So in typical Abraham Hicks literature, it's like, don't get into negative emotions because then that's the frequency and then that's what you attract. And I don't think that you know, even if we commit 100% and put effort into this, I don't think that it's going to make us immune from feeling a negative emotion. So in what's problematic with that is that it's spiritual bypassing, it's literally bypassing all of those negative emotions. And I think that we need to feel those in order to truly get to who we are going to be, we need to feel those negative emotions. And we need to most importantly, know that we can withstand those emotions without numbing without leaving ourselves, that we can stay and we can be in them and we can still embody them and we can cry and scream and, you know, punch a pillow (laughs) or whatever it is that we need to do to get that energy out. But we can withstand pain and pain is an invitation to something greater. There's my dog. It wouldn't be a podcast episode if it wasn't for her uh, barking. Um, but we can withstand all of this and it is an invitation for something greater. And we don't know our true strength until we can see that we can withstand pain and withstand anger and frustration and loss and and whatever it is. I know that, you know, perhaps you are going through something really big out there. Um, but I know that like, we can go through many things and it isn't until we allow ourselves to feel the full depths of our pain that we can really see our strength and we can really see that we are stronger, that there's something in us that is stronger than any feeling out there. So I want you to remember that. I want you to know that truly. And I want you to know that no feeling is finite. Typically we can, um, you know, we think that that feelings are going to last forever and we don't think that we're ever going to get out. Um, And that is not true. And I want you to know that you can withstand your emotions and you can, you know, truly um, get to a place where through practice, you can feel and through a lot of time, this doesn't happen overnight, that emotions are visitors and feelings are visitors. And 
you know, you have to feel the things to move through them. Um, so I want you to keep that in mind. Um, some resources that I have for this are Power Versus Force by David Hawkins. It's a great book. It's pretty dense, but it has the emotions that are low frequency. There's like scores of emotions. Uh, I'm not fully, I don't have that with me right now, but it's like, you know, envy, jealousy, anger, um, all of those like emotions that don't make you feel good. And then there's joy and gratitude, which are the highest frequency emotions. And again, in order to change, we need to shift ourselves into a place where we're mostly feeling those other things. Um, And I will do more episodes on this because I think it's such a big part of change. And it isn't until we put effort into switching our energy, fundamentally switching who we are, that like strategies and tactics for whatever it is, for whatever your goals are, will actually resonate because we have truly changed who we are. So I hope you've all enjoyed this episode. Be sure to sign up for Prep Like a Pro if you still want to sign up. I would love to have you. Um, And I will be in touch soon. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Heart Food Podcast. To find the show notes for this episode, visit ashleypardo.com. Follow Ashley on social media at Ashley K. Pardo. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your family and friends and give us some love by subscribing and leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes.